Xbox unveils a secret, we have a new Surface laptop, and it's a Friday, my friends. Yes, no spoiler alert, it is a Friday, which means it's a podcast time, which means I hope you had a good week. I had a pretty good, I had a pretty good week, but I could not enunciate that. Uh, interesting week, mostly because here in the U.S. there was no, I mean, there was a Monday, but there was no, no Monday because it was a holiday, which means there's not a ton on the agenda, but Microsoft said, we don't care, short week, we're dropping a new laptop. So let's just dive into the tech news and then we'll get to the questions and the gaming news and it's... I'm in a good mood, in a good mood, and the, the background is working once again, if you paid attention last week, it doesn't matter, let's go on, my friends, uh, Windows 11 build, 25.131, now available, now, there's not a ton in here, but the one thing that is worth pointing out is that this, with this release, Microsoft is releasing a native ARM64 support for the Windows Store, so this has, this has been a long time coming, long, long time coming, my friends. And this is one of those things that sort of always kind of is interesting about the Microsoft support on ARM. They've been working on Windows on ARM for a long time. And then you hear an announcement like this, and it's like, that didn't happen already. But at least it's happening now. And so, you know, it's just another more small step towards the right direction for Windows on ARM being a viable thing, which dovetails nicely into Spotify releasing a native Windows on ARM app as well. So if you're in the camp ARM and you're just chugging along, that's two, uh, two decent bits of news for you in a single week, which is also good. Uh, on the not-so-good side of the Microsoft life, uh, Microsoft is to remove money uh, and Wolfram <laughs> to remove money. That sounds funny. But this is from Excel. They're removing money and Wolfram data types from Excel. Now, this they kind of got a lot of uh, hype for this because Excel was a way to like pull in external data, manage money and stocks and all that other kind of stuff. And they're taking a lot of this out of it. And so I'm guessing that they saw usage was just absolutely nothing. And I'm guessing that they probably had to pay some licensing fees and it was just creating more overhead than people were using it. So... It's gone. Hope you didn't use it. Uh, these are more consumery features, and they are uh, gone. Speaking of money, Microsoft actually issued revised guidance on its earnings. Now, this is primarily related to Forex transactions. They're part of the reason why they are doing this. They're saying that the dollar value is a lot stronger than anticipated, and so they had to lower their guidance for Q4, which is calendar year Q2, which is their fiscal year ends June 30th. Those are a lot of numbers and dates. What it really means is that Microsoft is saying, like, look, currency exchange rates are, are different than we were anticipating, and so it's going to impact earnings just a little bit. It wasn't a significant revision. It was just a, hey, here's what's happening in the market, and so it's just a little bit transparency about what's going on with their financials and to uh, set the expectations of the market. Also, interesting uh, news has been floating around. So Activision, there's been, and on the Raven side specifically, the QA team, they've formed a union. Microsoft has come out and said, hey, we're not going to push back against unions. Uh, they're going to they're gonna be open about it. They're trying to take a very neutral stance to the situation. Now, some people obviously read this interpreted as like, this is Microsoft trying to push back, like by saying, hey, look, if we're not anti-union, then obviously you don't need a union. And, and so whatever. Uh, but Microsoft is trying to make their stance clear and public. And so if that impacts you then you can you can take a look at that but uh it seems like they're taking a very neutral standpoint to the union and not being coming out and being anti-union as we've seen from other stores or other companies like apple specifically putting anti-union propaganda uh elsewhere so i'm not taking a positive or negative stance on union i think the right place right time they're good and they can also be abused and so 
you know, choose your own path, trying to keep it uh, neutral there on that, that little bit of commentary. Uh, Microsoft has also released an updated version of Edge Stable. Now, this one has with it, I, think, I believe it's version 1 or 2, there's a toggle in the settings that you can flip over to make it look a little bit more Windows 11-like. Not everybody loves this cup of tea. So if you don't like it, then turn it off. But it feels like this is something that's going to be coming down the pipeline. Eventually, your Edge is going to look like this. And so if you want to get in early uh, and you're unstable, 102, you need to have installed and then you'll be able to enable that functionality. Now, the big news of the week coming out of Camp Microsoft is the Surface Laptop Go 2 is coming out and hitting shelves uh, June 7th for $599. Now, this is an interesting device from like several different vantage points. First off, this is very much, in my opinion, a back-to-school laptop. That is why it's coming out now because people will buy back-to-school laptops roughly in the July, late July, early August timeframe. That's when we typically see those things go, you know, need to be available on the market. So it makes sense to launch it now. Now it's Surface, in my opinion, minus the Go a little bit, has never really been a great value brand, meaning not that the hardware, I'm not saying the hardware isn't good. I'm almost use exclusively Surface stuff. I'm using Surface both, Book 3 for years now at this point. But Here's my point. It's $599. You're getting an 11th gen chip, so you're not getting a 12th gen chip. And you're getting four gigs of RAM, which that's like, that is, that's the part that hurts Microsoft. Like, if that would have been an eight gig RAM device, I think, I think it would have been okay. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad laptop. Actually, one of the more interesting things I think about this, and I haven't done the full research on it yet, but I bet, I would be willing to bet at $599, this is probably the potentially one of the cheapest 3 by 2 aspect ratio laptops on the market. I would be, I, I don't know offhand of any others that in this price category that use that aspect ratio. And I am friends, I'm here to tell you that I really like 3 by 2 aspect ratio on laptops. I really do. And so from that side, I think it's actually a pretty unique proposition. Now, it doesn't have keyboard backlighting and it's, I believe, made of aluminum, but it has some plastic feet in there. You're not getting a super high-end premium laptop. That is for sure. You're paying $599. You're getting what Microsoft considers a pretty good entry-level laptop. I actually think that this thing will sell fairly well to students. They've got some fun colors in there. You know, everybody loves colors. Uh, and so $599, June 7th, I definitely would try, try to avoid the four gigabyte version if at all possible because it's four gigs of RAM. Windows, in my opinion, the bare specs, if you're buying something new, should definitely be like a quad core, which that's not hard to do anymore, but eight gigs of RAM. Uh, the 128 gigs of storage, while minimum and small, it, to me is not the Achilles heel anymore. Mostly because online storage servers, especially like OneDrive with file sync on demand, really solves a lot of that problem. Now, this is not a gaming machine. This is not a gaming machine. If you download this thing thinking, I'm going to be playing some, like, I guess you could probably play Fortnite on it, maybe, but it's not a gaming machine. Uh, this is definitely a, a school machine, in my opinion. And so I, I'm I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. I just wish it had a 12th gen, you know, I, I wish it had a 12th gen at 8 gigs of RAM, but then it would cost $7.99. Maybe, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay. Either way, I think I think it's a neat device. Uh, I'll be curious to see how well it does sell from Microsoft. So, uh, on to uh, the gaming news of the week. Microsoft has released a the June update, or they're, they're talking about the June update for Xbox. One of the things it's going to allow you to do is unve unveil those secret achievements. Now, if you've ever seen these before, these are achievements in games where they don't tell you how to get them. They're just kind of a surprise. Well, if you hate surprises, this update is for you uh, because it will allow you to unveil what those secret achievements are. It's not, you have to go into a sub menu uh, to actually do that. They're not like out 
out of the box unveiled, but you have to go and then intentionally unveil them, and then you can go hunt them down for all the achievement hunters, which I know is a very uh, focused and, and dedicated community. Uh, Microsoft also announced that there's a new Pride controller option coming to the Design Lab, which, by the way, the Design Lab is currently offline. You can't actually do this right now, but there's a new uh, Pride controller option, which, regardless of uh, anything else, I think it honestly looks pretty good. Uh, there's also a bunch of other skins and in-game content. Uh, the Forza skin, I can't remember on which card is on, also looked pretty good. There's uh, Halo Infinite and a bunch of other stuff uh, landing with uh, Pride Month this month. And then um, I, I'm kind of expecting things to be a little bit more quiet because we have the Xbox event with Bethesda on June 12th. And so I think we're going to see some with a little bit of calm before the event, if you will. Because if you think about it, Microsoft, why would you announce something big prior to that when you have a big showcase coming up? And so I expect the next week or so to be a little bit more quiet on the Xbox side. But if we're going to put a wish list item for what I hope to see in the second half out of Xbox, I really hope we see a white, I'd like to think Elite Series 3, but potentially a Series 2 controller with a share button. That is that is on my, on my wish list for Microsoft dropping in the second half of this year. So, uh, on to the questions of this week. Just a handful of questions again, because it's been, we didn't have, there was no Monday. No, no Monday. Uh, either way, the Joe Finn coming in says, any idea if new Windows APS or third-party uh, quick actions are in the future? I do not, but I want to point out something hilarious, though. You just you reminded me of something hilarious, Joe. So recently, Microsoft put out uh, like the best apps in the App Store awards, right? And so I'm going to highlight one specific app because he's from a dear friend named Raphael. Uh, there's an app called Ear Trumpet. Ear Trumpet won an award. Now, there's a bunch of, and it also won awards in being like the open section too, but here's Here's the hilarious part. Uh, many of the apps that Microsoft awarded awards to used undocumented APIs that Microsoft doesn't want you to use. So what the narrative here is for people who pay are paying attention is to build an app that's going to win an award from Microsoft for the App Store, you have to use APIs that are undocumented and unsupported and not recommended to actually build a good quality app. Just take that as you will. I find the irony in it. And yeah, uh, but I have not heard or seen any third-party uh, items for Quick Action Center, which is for, or not Quick Action Center, but for Quick Actions. It's a good question. Micro, I wish they would be a little bit more forthcoming. We haven't gotten any new saucy new APIs, uh, at least from the consumer perspective in some time, honestly. And then he also says, is the Visual Studio App Center dead and is it going to be replaced? I asked around about this and I don't, I haven't heard anything positive when it comes to it. Nobody was willing to admit or say that it was dead. Nobody that I asked. Uh, but, but nobody was willing to say that it's like, Rrr. so uh, I am not sure. Uh, Matt FVBCs, uh, why do I keep getting these uh, challenge pages every time I come to the site? And so he's referring to where I post these questions. I think they're doing some site migrations on Throt. And so I, I am honestly a little bit disconnected from everything on the back end because I, I just am. And so I believe that is what is going on. And then Migi coming in, finishing up and says, Microsoft just launched the Surface Laptop Go 2. Do you recommend it to a developer? I'm thinking about buying the 799 version. I think it's the most expensive one. Do you have any other recommendations or laptop at this price point? I would not recommend this for a developer. Uh, and let, let me qualify that. If you were doing like HTML, CSS, front end work, it might be okay. If you are doing any compilations locally, Cores are king when it comes to compiling an application. And the fact that this is an 11th gen, so you're not getting the new 12th gen performance stuff, 
and the fact that it's lower amounts of RAM. Like if you're if you're building if you truly want a a dev laptop, you need RAM and you need cores. And this is not the laptop go to is not there. So what would I recommend in its place? $799 is a bit tough. Honestly, at this point, you might be able to get a Surface laptop for that kind of price point, or maybe even a last generation uh, Surface Book 3 potentially. But regardless of what you are looking for, you're looking for the most amount of cores and the most amount of RAM that you can get, because when you compile stuff, that's, that's gonna be the bottleneck again. But it really just depends on what you're trying to develop. But this is uh, even running Visual Studio on the 799 version. My, it, it's going to feel a little doggish. And VS Code would be a better option. Uh, but, but that's just kind of I, I I don't know. I don't have a great one. If anybody in the comments or has an idea about a roughly $800 development laptop, let us know. Migu is right in the neighborhood for something like that. And so. Uh, hopefully, maybe this summer you'll be able to find a deal or value on one as companies sort of get ready for the fall and uh, start moving stock. So either way, guys, uh, like I said, compressed week, holiday this week, and not expecting too much other than dropping a laptop. Either way, uh, not expecting a podcast next week. I am actually on vacation next week, and so I don't think I'll be recording anything. I'm really just all eyes focused now onto that next Xbox event. And so as always, my friends, it has been a wonderful week. I'm in a good mood. Hopefully your week was as good as mine, and we'll catch all of you right back here next time.